the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next couple of hours here on KKNT in Phoenix, we're going to be talking about car, car repair questions and problems, and do I do this, and I was told I needed that, and all those kinds of things. I've been on the radio uh, since 1988, and I've been working on cars since 1968, and I've owned my own shop since 1979. I'm not here to tell you about my shop. I'm not here to drive your business to my shop. As a matter of fact, I have a list of shops all over the Phoenix area that I'm willing to send you to geographically located close to where you might be. This is about car questions and helping you folks to understand us, the guys that work on your car, and all the jargon that we talk about. 602 This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto. Tom and I have been friends since 1983. He's at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. He's a full-service repair shop, independent repair shop. He has ASE-certified master mechanics. Of course, I'm one, but he has some that work for him. And uh, Tom knows right from wrong. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley and you're looking for a, a car repair shop, somebody that will treat you fairly and knows how to fix cars, then um, Action Auto would be the place I'd go. Good morning, Patrick. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am alive and well. It's a beautiful day. How are you? You know, I'm I'm right alongside you, buddy. Alive and well. <laughs> She's not mad at me. The cops aren't looking for me. And the biggest problem I got right now is my septic system's got a light on. So I'll deal with that after oh, we're done. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, I've got a mystery for you. And okay. it's a mystery that uh, the Toyota dealership has not been able to solve. I have a 2012 RAV4 V6. It's got about 69,500 miles on it. And about three months ago, uh, it started, I had an issue that started. When I start the car in the morning and uh, put it in reverse, uh, I get a shaking and rattling from the front engine compartment uh, up uh, on the passenger side. And it's gotten pretty significant when I put it in reverse. So um, I'm taking it into Toyota. They can't uh, seem to find the problem. They can't duplicate the issue, uh, you know, for a particular reason. And the reason is it only happens at the first start in the morning. I'll drive it for maybe 750 feet, um, like around the corner, park in the 7-Eleven and pick up my Powerball ticket. And uh, it no longer happens in reverse. Uh, once I put it in drive, I should point this out, um, it only happens in reverse. When I put it in drive, shake rattle goes away immediately. 
and then uh, this does not repeat at all the rest of the day. No matter when I put okay, it in well, reverse, I'm not going to be able to. I, I'm not going to be able to fix it for you, but I have some questions for you. Great. Is your driveway where you park it? Is it sloped? Um. The the driveway is slightly uh, sloped, but the actual the garage where I park it is not, and that's when it okay. that, that's where it happens. Yeah, I understand. I understand. This is question and answer time. Uh, I'm going to try to guide you. I I can't fix your car. Can Toyota hear the noise when you leave it overnight? They they I left it with them last week, uh, so they could duplicate it in the morning. They said uh, that they could not that the issue did not present itself, and so they could not duplicate it. That just tells me they okay. didn't didn't follow the my instructions. Well, again. no, I, I'm not going there with you on that. I'm not going right. with you. That that happens in my world all the time. Uh, I ask you an important question to me, not to you, and that's do you park on a slope? That makes a big difference. Yeah. There's all okay. kinds of things that happen when the car's parked on a slope, so that's why I ask you that. It, and and I've walked in their shoes, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump all over the Toyota dealership and say you can't find it because we can't fix what we can't find, and we can't find what we can't hear. It's that yeah. simple. You have two choices: you wait till it gets worse and easier to find, or you become the person that finds or identifies the origination of the noise and you do that by open parking it with the hood open the next morning you teach someone how to start it up you have a long screwdriver in your hand and when the noise starts happening you touch different parts of the engine with your screwdriver and you'll be able to feel the noise interesting and and there's and when you're up on, underneath the hood you're a lot closer as to hey it's coming from this guy right over here this could mm. be a suspension. I don't know if you have air suspension, but this could be the pump rattling. Um, there's just a hundred things this can be, but here's the good news. None of the lights on the dash are red. You don't have any codes. Right. So, uh-huh. And we'll be able to answer why when we fix what. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Um, and, 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 in, and in their defense, this happens all the time. This is once a week for us. And now there, yeah. there is, there is. I do remember one time, um, we had somebody that would come into their driveway, come into their their flat um, garage, kind of hot because when the technician went over there, he said, "There's some skid marks underneath the front tires of this car." And I said, "Just one set." And he goes, "No, many sets coming in kind of hard, and then parking it." And what was happening in that particular case is there was this flutter associated with this piece of paper that was behind the shroud. And for whatever reason, it would disjoint that piece of paper or whatever. But ultimately what happened was is we found the piece of paper. And then we just took it out and we said, we don't know. We don't know. And he said, it's gone. <laughs> so th- th- those are the kinds of things. But we, if you could, yeah. if you could be underneath the car, or I mean, not underneath the car, underneath the hood, and have somebody just start it, teach them how to start it exactly like you do, then with your hands and keep away from the fan belts for obvious reasons, but just touch different mm-hmm, things. Because mm-hmm. if you touch this and you go, it's coming from right here. You know what that yeah. is? That's the air pump that levels your suspension. So you sit all night and you have a small leak, and in the morning when you hit the key, the car starts and that pump comes on. <laughs> And as soon as it sees that that front axle or the back axle or one of the corners is level again, it stops. By the time you're back on the sidewalk, you're driving down the road. 
So this, if you have an air suspension, that would be something I would do. I would, I would say, touch this in the morning when you start your car. Is, is this rattling? Okay, well, then we'll go fix the leak. That's, I got you. And what's, you. What's really interesting is the noise you just made. That mm-hmm. sounds exactly like uh, the car does in the morning. And, and that's, that's, that's usually an air pump. And, yeah. and now, now, the air pump is typically for an air suspension, and it's mm-hmm. typically just because one of the sensors. See, what happens is, is there's sensors in there, and pretend it's zero, one, two, and then it's zero, one, two on the other side. So other, either side of zero is two numbers, one and two. So zero is level. So at one, hey, 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 I'm about to open up the valve so I can bring this back to level. And so the, all these electronics are talking to one another. And so in the morning, hypothetically, yours ends up to be a two. So you've got one airbag that has lost a lot of its charge. So when you turn the key on, and, I'll, and, and here's something else I want you to try. Just turn the key to the on position, but don't start it. Just mm-hmm. turn the key to the on. That will help us, too. That will help us, too. So what's being fired up? Another thing it can be is it can be the fuel pump. You could have it in a leaky injector. It could be leaking down overnight. When you turn the key on, the fuel pump's going to go, oh, the pressure's supposed to be 40, and it's only 21. And then the pump comes on and goes off. Well, throughout the day, you don't let it sit long enough for that injector to be leaking, and so then you're there, you don't get the rattle of the fuel pump. But historically, people recognize that the fuel pump is inside the gas tank, but there's a whole lot of people that say that it vibrates the whole car, and it's just yeah, their perception of it that... Yeah, that's really interesting. That's good good advice, and I can try that. One other note is if I turn the car on in the morning, push button start, by the way, uh, and if I let it sit for two and a half minutes, three minutes, and then put it into reverse, no rattle, no shake, which is another mystery, right? Well, and, um, you, 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 we're going to have to have to hear and feel and you know what you're feeling so it it has to get worse before it's going to be easier to find and the explanation on how this all happened will be fine once we fix it once we hear it once we fix it once we find it i'm thinking myself you know if this is a fuel pump he turns the key on from the minute the key goes on the engine's not even running the pump's going to chatter so, but if it's a suspension problem and one of the corners is drooping because the air suspension is drooping, then it's going to have to be running and it's going to rattle, but it's probably not going to pump it up by the time he gets to the end of the driveway. It usually takes a good minute or two to pump up that one corner of the, of the vehicle. So I'm going through mm. all the possibilities, but at the end of the day, what part, what part of town do you live in? Uh, uh, I'm over actually near you. I'm in Chandler near Ray and 56th Street. Okay. If yeah. you, if it happens absolutely every single morning, mm-hmm. it, you call the shop and you tell them, uh, and I've got this noise that only happens first thing in the morning. You turn the key on, it, it's a noise. I'd like very much to make an appointment, drop it off the night before, you, park, you guys park it in the base, and then the next morning... If you'll put a big sign on the windshield, we're going to do this anyway. Put a sign on the windshield, don't start. And then we get, okay. you know, everybody gets around him except the drunk technician who, who who drank way too late in the morning. And he's going to work on your car anyway. And uh, and so yeah. we get we get everybody around it and somebody gets in. And, and, and if you give us the one, two, three, four, five, park the car. You don't have to set the emergency brake. Take the key out. Lock yep. it with your remote. Get out. Next morning, unlock it with the remote. Get inside. Buckle your seatbelt. Start the car. There's the noise. If you just give us the one, two, three, four, five, then it will follow that exactly. 
and there that that if it happens every morning it should happen to us and it should be something yep. that we can identify all right you got it i can do i can do that thanks so much Mark. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This isn't about my shop. He just happens to be geographically located <laughs> close by, and that's why. And he opened the door, and I I thought I'd, I'd say, okay, we can help you. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. And talking about cars is that it's give and take. It's ask a question and listen to the answer, and ask a question and listen to the answer. And so many, many times we don't get to do that for a variety of reasons. Sometimes the customer doesn't want to do that. Sometimes the customer doesn't know the answers. And it's okay because the answers is yes, no, or I don't know. Those are acceptable answers when you're talking to your car repair shop. There's a lot of shops out there that would... would, and then, of course, once we figure out what this is, then everybody will be able to have a laugh. <laughs> it's, it's not uncommon. I remember one time that somebody had left something plugged into the rear cigarette lighter, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it created a humming noise on startup. And the back seat was filled with lots of stuff, like dry cleaning and, and bags of recycle, stuff like that. And and so we listened to it. We could hear, but we didn't. And it, and it would only come on for just a, a few seconds, and then it would go away. And so ultimately, we just took all the trash out of the inside of the car. And here's this thing that's plugged into a cigarette lighter in the back. And when you f- power it up, then bzz, it goes. Weird. 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. If you want to live like the wealthy, you need to think like the wealthy. Join Ference Toth each week for the Your Personal Bank Show, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Your Personal Bank is a powerful financial tool typically only shared with the ultra-wealthy by the financial industry. Learn how to gain control over your money, create tax-favored income, and access more funds over your lifetime. That's the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth, the show that can change your financial life, Saturdays at 9 a.m. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. 
today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody, 19 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're going to get to the calls, but real quick, let me tell you about Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's the Fred Flintstone of automatic transmissions. He's been around since they first came out. He understands how we shift them from first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear, overdrive, and lockup. He knows how to do that. He knows the sensors. He's really good at what goes in and what goes out of your transmission. So if you need a transmission problem repaired or if you if you have a noise and you can make it happen, then call Automatic Transmission Exchange. Tell them Mark said that if you stopped by at a prearranged time that you guys would take a ride. Now, you have to make sure that you can make it happen because you can't take our technicians for a two-hour ride until it does happen. So learn how to make it happen. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Let's go to the phones. Lauren, you're up first. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I don't have a question for you, but I just wanted to share something. Uh, sure. We're based out of Western. We're based out of British Columbia, Canada. And we listened to your show for the last couple of years, and we have a winter home here in Gilbert. And I bought some fog lamps in Yuma about a week ago, and I thought, geez, I've got to get somebody to put these in. I've been listening to you, and I went to your shop. And first of all, I got to tell you and your listeners, I've been driving cars for 53 years old. I'm 69. Never been in a shop as professional as clean. I mean, you got just a first-class operation. So Thank I you. talked to Al, Alan, I guess, your son. <laughs> and he, uh, and I'll tell you, what a great guy, but I'll, I'll, I'll share something else with you. But he looked at these lights. He said, well, I'll put them in for you. But first of all, they're not going to do what you want them to do, and they're, and they're not street legal. So we got to talking, ended up buying a pair of rigid from you. He'd never done an install, so I told him I want them. I got a 19-edge ST, and I want them down on the lowest part of the grill, I'm an ex-sheriff, retired. We used to put our fog lamps down low on the grill there. Yeah, we can do that. So we made a plant and got the car in. And I didn't realize these poor guys that they had to pull the whole front end of my car off in order to mount these things. I thought they'd go in from underneath. <laughs> no. So he, he he sends me a picture and he says we can. He, he says we can't put them where you want them. They just there's just no way they're going to fit there. I'd suggest strongly you put them up higher. And he had two circles. And I said nah. I phoned. Him, I said no. Nah, I I just no. I'm really sorry, but no, that's not what I want not realizing how much work he'd already done. He, no no issue. He didn't complain. He said, no, no problem. Sorry about that. You know, he said, if it was mine, you know, I do this. I'm pretty good at what I do. And this is why I put him. I said, well, thanks, but no thanks. I got to thinking about it, and I look at that shop, and I'm thinking, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. So I said, you know what? Go ahead. Do what you're going to do. I'm, you're the expert. I'm going to put my hand, put my faith in you. I'll tell you. What a great job. They cut my grill precisely, made two holes, mounted these lights, got them in, perfect. One little error, and it was just a miscommunication. I said I wanted them done, so when the ignition was on, the lights came on. When it was off, they'd go off, because me, I'd forget one night and dead battery in the morning. I got it, drove it home, tested them. It didn't, they didn't wire it that way. Called them, oh, geez, really sorry, bring it back. They ended up having to pull the whole front end off that car a second time. No complaints, no nothing. I couldn't believe how good they were. So I, I just got to share that with you. And, and, and Alan, what a great guy. So from now on, when we get our work done, Alan South, he'll be at your place for anything that's not warranty related. Can't uh, can't uh, give you enough credit for the work he did. And, you know, just really, really good, good, beautiful shop. So that's all. Of it. 
I would love okay. to meet well, you. I got, I got a couple I'm, questions I'm, I'm, for you, okay? Yeah. Where, where, I'm a former cop, too. Where, about how many inches off the ground did you want those white lights to be? Well, they were amber. They were an amber. Uh, I wanted oh, amber. them okay. just at the, at the lowest part of the grill. The main idea for it was we get snow up north where we're not a lot. We're right on the U.S. border. But um, I wanted them so desert driving out on the open highway in the daytime with the daytime running lights. I wanted some amber so people will see me out on those flat highways. Oh, fair but, enough. But these fair are enough. these yeah. are a complete, completely different type of pattern. So I have to take them back, get them adjusted up, and they, they're just they're perfect. The, the way he's got them mounted, you couldn't ask for it work any better okay because 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 in arizona here depending on the color of the lights and and in reality you're only allowed to have to the front of the car a color between white and yellow white and orange and and yours apply yours are amber and so and there's also height restrictions and so he's got that in his office and 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 um, and and so we don't mount them lower out out of the range that we're we're allowed and or up above the range now um you do you use these all the time Yes, I basically will have okay. them on almost like a daytime running light. They're just for basic okay. in the day when we we do a lot of highway miles. I just want to be seen out there oncoming traffic. Okay. All right, let me ask you let me ask why didn't we just wire it into the ignition switch so when you turn the key on the lights come on and when you turn the key off the lights go off. Why didn't we do just do that? Well, you could have done that, but I think it's probably better this way. Well, they do. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. That that was okay. Alan but was a miscommunication with your tech. Alan said that okay. he misunderstood. Yeah, that's exactly the way, they, the way they are now, but they also have a switch, so I can override it so they don't come on. Okay. It was, right. it was so, perfect. So I mean, what we usually do is we grab a hot wire on the front end, uh, like on the daytime running lights or something, and we'll fire up your lights. But we'll take the ground and we'll run it through a switch. So if you don't want the lights on, you flip the switch and we kill the ground and the lights go out. So that's it, what we, But thank you. Thank you for 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 your kind comments. Uh, my son is my hero, because him and lights and four wheel drives and fancy this and fancy that. Don't you ever go in and talk to him about other accessories on your car without your wife? Because no, he'll no, I left you her a list of. <laughs> I, 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 I left her at home. It was our it was our fiftieth anniversary last month, and so uh, this was my present. I told him he kind of chuckled about that, okay. but uh, it, and, and to do right. with that ground. They had a real hard time on this 19 edge. He says he's never done one. So he took pictures of it all and that. And I said, use those to show anybody else that might want to get one done. But they had a bit of a nip. It took them a while to figure out that this new stuff and all how these grounds work. But they got it all done. Perfect, perfect yeah. insulation. Well, we that- look at them, they're flush, you know. Yeah, we we on his side of our business, he has the performance side of our business. So I do the mechanical. He runs both sides, but we have two. We have a performance yep. division, and then we have a mechanical division. He runs both, but he his guys on his side are perfectionists, and, oh, and, and that's you know because if we're going to cut. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm up against the time frame here. He he when he cuts a grill and we have to buy another grill, then his mother gets really mad at him. And so those are the okinds okay. of things that 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 are that are kind of tough to go, but thank you very much for your kind comments. Rigid is a light that we use, and it is the Cadillac Mercedes Benz of exterior lighting, and it's a good white light in my truck. I don't know how many of it how many rigid lights I've got in my truck, but enough to see backwards sideways and frontways we real good, but thank you for that um larry you I can't get to you yes, I can I'm gonna try it larry let's let's start with what's going on hi mark i uh Bought a, uh, a 19, or I'm sorry, a 2013 
on the cross tour about three weeks ago from a uh, used car dealership. Uh, okay. they, had put a, they had put a new battery in it, and so I drove it probably 300 miles over the next uh, week and a half. And so I took it to the emissions station so I could get it registered, and, and they said that it's not showing any kind of reading. Uh, okay. And, they okay. said because, and so then I took it back to the um, where I bought it, and he supposedly reset the computer code. I drove it another 150 miles, uh, took it to the emissions yesterday, and it's the same thing. And they they said, well, here, let's give you this little plug-in box. I don't know what the name of it, but they put a plug-in box, and they said it's uh, got red, yellow, green, and they plug it in and it says, you're on yellow. And he said, so as soon as it turns green, come back and uh, we can at that point get it uh, tested. But I'm, my only concern is I've probably driven a total of 450 miles. Okay. Um, real quick. Um, when In the old days, in the, in the old days of emissions, in, in the 70s when I was born in the emissions, we figured out that if we just disconnected the battery, we could erase all the codes and then you could sail through emissions. Well, they're smarter than we are. So you have to have so many warm-up and cool-downs. You have to have a certain RPM for a certain period of time. You have to have a certain speed for a certain period of time. And the prerequisites for you to clear that code um, are, are pretty immense. And so you can't just get in your car and drive from here to Flagstaff and come back. That's not going to do it. We need a couple of heat cycles, a couple of cold starts, a couple of warm starts. We need hard throttles. We need soft throttles. We need all of this kind of stuff. What they gave you is something that we were a part of, of, of helping with. The, the idea is, is that you're just caught in a bind. It'll never happen again. Um, it happens maybe once a month to us. But in reality, it's just... It's a way to keep people from cheating. They would fail emissions, they disconnect their battery, negative cable, and then they'd sail right through. So we, we, we made it where they can't do that anymore. 602-508-0960. If, Larry, if you have another question, stay right there. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect 
parents. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All about that Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. I want to make a couple of comments real quick here. <clears throat> there was a gentleman that called in, and he had come to our shop, and he talked about that they, they couldn't mount the lights here, and then, then, then there were some other issues and stuff like that. You have to, you, you have to know I'm a tyrant. And you have to know that I know right from wrong. And I was proud f- to hear him say that we didn't charge him for this or we didn't charge him for that or we tried this and we didn't charge him for that. We don't do lots of no charging. But when we go in the wrong direction or when it's our fault, we don't charge the customer for that. And there's a whole lot of shops out there that don't do that either. So I, I am, um, you can imagine, because I'm on the radio on a regular basis, that, I, that my shop is held to a higher standard. And that's okay with us. But um, we know right from wrong, and so it, uh, if when I hear that we did something for free, then I know we did something wrong, <laughs> and my daughter and my son will take care of that. Anyway, let's get to the phones. Mo, you're up first. How can I help you? Mo? Hello, Mo? Okay. 
Yeah, and the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And if you'd like to call us and you have a car question or a comment or something like that, you can pass that on to us as well, 602-508-0960. Oftentimes we have callers from outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960-9696, we are 960 The Patriot, and then 9696, that's a toll-free outside Phoenix number, and you can use that. Of course, today I don't think there's a lot of tolls on your cell phone works anywhere at any time. But nevertheless, 602-508-0960 is uh, where we're talking about. When it comes to lighting, the new lighting, the new white and bright lighting, the LED lighting, and all the other fancy lighting, there's a real art to, to placing those. We can't have them too high. We can't have them too low. But we have to do what the customer wants us to do. One of the real popular things is is these little light bars that you can mount on the front of a vehicle, off-road vehicle, stuff like that, that give you 180 degrees of white light, except the window on the light is kind of narrow from top to bottom. So you touch the ground with the bottom of the light, and then the top part of the light gives you another 100 feet or maybe even 200 feet of light. Sometimes those lights have a real big window, so when you touch the ground with the light beam, the other part of the beam is shooting straight up in the sky. <laughs> and that creates a problem with vision from inside the vehicle. If you drop the light down and you throw the top part of the light way out there, the majority of the lights in, in, in light is lighting up in front of you. So there's a a variety of lights, and you have to work with all of those, and you have to make sure you meet the customer's expectation. Another thing I'm surprised at, but it's no big deal, is um, the gentleman said he took his lights in, or he took took the lights in, and I think they ended up switching them to rigid. Um, I think that's what he said. But there's some lights that we won't install because we know that they're not their brackets aren't good we know that the, the wiring is substandard we know that they they'll contain water when it's when it's raining and so we know that they'll come back and back and because we didn't sell the lights to the customer although we were the last ones to touch the lights then obviously the customer may think that we are responsible for the maintenance and the and the warranty on the lights that we didn't sell so those are the kinds of ifs ands and buts that we deal with on a regular basis who might that be gil Say good morning to Stuart. Stuart, good morning. Hi. Uh, uh, do you say your name was Bill? Is that right? Mark. I'm Mark. Uh, Mark. I just want to be polite. Uh, Mark, I've got a 03 Grand Marquis. Uh, brought it over to a friend to fix power steering because it only had nine volts going to the uh, regulator on the power steering rack. And uh, then he calls me up and says it won't start. Uh, so... Any way of knowing, do we think it's an ECM problem, why it won't start? I want to tell you something. Um, if, if, he's not, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't have the skills necessary to do the job, he shouldn't have raised his hand. Because this kind, you're, you're in a mess, and I'm going to change the way you talk. Otherwise, you're not going to get anybody to work on this. You're just not. True, true. You know, you take it to a shop and say, I've taken it to three different shops and it's on a tow truck now and I want you to fix it. We don't want no part of that. Look, it's on my car trailer. I I understand. I understand. I'm just kind of warning you. Um, A friend of mine called the other day and he said, um, a friend of mine, I mean, we went to high school together and he says, hey, I need you to put a PCM in my car. And I said, I'm not doing that. 
He goes, I thought we were friends. I said, I'm doing, that's why I'm doing it. We are friends. I'm not doing that. You see, the ECM, this is what happens. You go down to the auto parts store, and the three-whiskered kid tells you that according to the code, you need a new ECM. So then you go hire somebody to buy an ECM, and we have to program it for your car. And after we put it in, you still have the same problem. Now whose butt is on the chopping block? Uh-huh. You haven't paid us. And, and we won't even come close to that. We just won't, we won't do those. We just won't do them. We had one the other day. The guy takes his truck in, and it's a, they, he's told it needs a PCM. So he mm-hmm. takes it to some other shop, and they put a PCM in it. You know the answer to the rest of this story. The, the code came back. Oh, yeah. The problem came back. Yeah. So then it went yep. danced around all kinds of shops, and finally someone I know Rick called me and said, have you heard about this car? I said, yes, I have. He says, why don't you have it? And I says, I'm not taking it. I, I, I just don't do those chain cars that go from service shop to service shop. Everybody does something different, and i got to go back up the line. And, and no. He says, well, I'm going to take it. And he says, and I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And I said, tell me. And he goes, when the computer is looking at this particular parameter, it expects to see one through five volts. He says the sensor is telling it four, but the computer's not seeing that. And I said, mm-hmm. oh. I said, is that code related to that? And he goes, yeah. He says, I'm interfacing between the sensor talking to the computer, the ECM, electronic control module. I'm interfacing that. And he says, right. the signal's going to it, but it's not seeing it. And I said, well, that, 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 he, I said, so what are you going to do? He says, well, it, it needs an ECM. The problem with it is, is that everybody <laughs> out there has been putting ECMs in it. And I said, well, how do Ta-da. we know that they programmed? Right. How it's got to be flash. Well, yes, we have to program it to the car, and you better make sure you got the right car. <laughs> and so and you have to have the equipment to tell the computer this is the VIN and this is the car. So all this kind of stuff. And, and, and at the end of the day, the problem was was a bad connection off the throttle position sensor going to the ECM. It was never an ECM. Uh-huh. The ECM was seeing a substandard number, but it was because of a bad connection. It wasn't because the ECM That's... wasn't alive. So That's so if you would have checked... Him. If you would have pin tested it at the at the at the TPS throttle position sensor, and then you go over to the ECM, and it happens to be the yellow number sixty four wire, and you find mm-hmm. oh wait a minute, the, there's a difference. Now you take a jumper and you go from the from the TPS all the way to the ECM. Boom, we're back to live. Then you go okay, well I better figure out where this connection is bad. So right. you you bring up a good point, and I'm going to finish with this. We won't do any of that. Uh, as the customer requests. If you want to bring it in, we, we did one the other day, and in fact, the problem was that the computer had an input, but the output was bad. So the ECM was truly bad. So we plugged, we reprogrammed, plugged it in, put it back together, everything is fixed, but we knew that it, the, the right signal was coming in, but it wasn't coming out. And so that's the PCM's job is to interpret that. And you bring up a good point, because I want to tell you, there's lots of people out there that are shaking their heads, and there's a lot of wives looking at their husbands right now, going, remember when you did that? And the idea is simple. Whoever fixes it has to fix it. And so nothing nothing changes. He can't pass the buck, and he can't say, well, that was a dealer ECM. It's probably defective. Take it back to the dealer. They can't do that. That's not, that's not right. It's not correct. It's not honorable. It's not anything. So anyway, Stuart, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Um, do you feel pretty comfortable where you're at now? 
Well, I agree with what you're saying. There's another cause, and the man didn't identify it. Right. So what are you going to do now? I wanted to find out what your shop is for a future event. I might want to bring my 39 Pontiac in. Your 39 39 what? Pontiac. Um, Oh, I have a number of cars. I've got 11 cars. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm at 16th Street and Baseline, but like I said, the Grand Marquis is on my car trailer. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let me, there's, there's, um, 25th Street Auto, Martin's Auto is just north of you up near Indian School and Thomas. So if you look up Martin's Auto, Dave Martin, he's a killer on stuff like that, the old stuff and the new stuff. And 25th Street Auto, Billy's a killer. He's an old drag racer. Either one of those guys can help you. I'm not chasing you away, but I'm a lot further away than those guys are. So Martin's Auto on 16th Street and Bill, uh, uh, Billy is uh, the car repair shop, I think. If you have problems, email me at mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, or you can just go to marksalem.com, click on the best car repair shops, 25th Street Auto, that's the name of it. Billy's is at 25th Street Auto, and I think it's 25th Street and Indian School, something like that. i got to run. We'll be back right after this. Attention. Per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free, as long as the government mandate is in effect. Just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. Wouldn't you say it's time for a beauty refresh? Lucky for you, Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty is happening now. So treat yourself with up to 50% off bestsellers like Benefit Cosmetics and MAC Cosmetics. And say hello to new product launches from Fenty Beauty by Rihanna, Tarte Cosmetics, and so many more. That new you feeling is waiting at Ulta Beauty. But hurry, beauty's biggest event ends April 1st. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back, everybody. Um, One of the things I want to reiterate is, is this isn't about my shop. This is about car repair. And when I refer you to people, I'm referring to you to people that I really know and they're really good. So when I just got done talking with Stuart, um, I, I sent him to Billy at 25th Street Auto or Dave Martin at Martin's Auto. Both of those young men 
um, and, and I call them young men because they're younger than I am. I'm old enough to be their dad. Both of those guys, this is a this is a no problem. They're skilled. They understand fundamentals. They know right from wrong. And neither one of those guys can handle this kind of a grand marquee problem, especially when it comes to an ECM label. We've all been there. We've all done that. When you create a signal to the computer and you say that the engine temperature is 240 degrees, the computer's over 250. The computer typically is going to turn on the electric cooling fan. So input, output, input, output. And it's all about that. What the computer sees, it looks at the book and it says, when I see 9, I better do this. And when I see 7, I better do this. That's what it's all about. So you have to test the computer to see if you give it a signal, does it respond appropriately. So many times the computer is not the problem, and there's a lot of you that are raising your hand right now and saying, I know that, because somebody put an ECM in and that didn't fix it. And ultimately it was a bad connection or it was some other problem in the car. It's not unusual. Mo, I know you came back and I'm ready to help you. How can I help you today? Good morning, Mark. I hope you can hear me this time, can you? I I can. Oh, great, great. Okay, I've got a um, 01 Dodge Ram 4x4, uh, 5.9 gas engine. Okay, I bought it about a year ago from a used car lot, and when I was checking it out, it looked like it was uh, leaking a little tranny fluid. I think I thought it was the front seal, and they said, yeah, that's all it is. So they put the put a new seal on, and then it was fine. didn't leak any. The transmission ran great. Okay, about three days ago, um, I'm coming back. From the bank, I pull in my driveway. I go to the cover parking. Right about, right before I stop, the um, yellow um, light goes on with the you know the symbol of the check, transmission. Check oh, okay, it, okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And then it's like it's in neutral, right? Even though I'm in drive, it's in neutral. And so you know, I just had to press down a little harder on the gas, and then. Uh, 10 feet or 5 feet later, I was in my parking spot. Okay, so I checked the transmission. Wait a minute, we got to get to the end of this, Mo. We got to get to the end of this. I mean, just kind of kind of skip to the end. You got a transmission leak. Now it sounds like you got a fluid problem, but let's 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 continue on. But okay, well, I checked the transmission. I uh, I uh, in part right. The fluid level is fine, but the yellow transmission symbol, you know, of the transmission came yes. on, and I was just wondering what you think that could be. If you understand, well, um, it's going to cost you somewhere between seventy-five and one hundred twenty-five dollars to f- have somebody that knows what the data stream looks like. So, if you plug in a scanner and it says four point six, and then it says do this, and it's two point one, you're not going to know the difference between those two numbers, and you're not going to know what they mean. You're not going to know nothing. So, the real question is: is someone's going to plug in a handheld scanner that can cost? On the short side, three thousand. On the top end, twenty. And 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 the scanner isn't going to tell him how to fix your car. It's we're going to interpret numbers. The entire car, your truck, everybody in the world, in with a car or motor vehicle, it's all numbers. So if we look at the throttle position sensor and we know it's idling, and the throttle position sensor is reporting four point one, the throttle position sensor is lying. So you have to know all of that. So you're going to have to take it someplace, and you're going to have to say, i got a transmission signal there. How much do you charge me to just look at it and come to some kind of a diagnostic process? 
and most of us are going to say 50 bucks. We're going to look at the code, we're going to plug in our scanner, and we're going to see what's the possibility of you fixing this by just looking at it. Zero. <laughs> we're not going to fix it by okay, looking yeah, at well, it. I'm going to have to tow it to a transmission shop and have them check it out. Can you recommend a good transmission transmission shop like in Sunny Slope near Cave Creek Road and Dunlap in that area, Cave Whoa. Creek Road in Peoria? Well, you didn't ask for my advice, but I'm unclear as to why you need a transmission shop. Oh, no, shop. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, go just ahead. go to MarkSalem.com and find a shop in your geographical area. I think Harker's up there is 38th Avenue in Indian School. I think he'd be a good guy. Um Bob, who runs Harker's Automotive, is is an old-time uh, drag racer like I am, and I know that he is as sharp as sharp can be, and I know he's not going to have any problem. He, you call him and say to him, I've got a transmission problem. Um, I've got a transmission code. Um, is it something you want to see? He may farm it to a transmission shop that he likes. And you, you do want to go on a referral from a shop, and you don't want to go from a referral on TV. Because there's some okay, of the Okay, it's called Harker's at 8... H A R K E R S. Yes, Harkers. Yeah, talk to Bob. Thirty Eighth Avenue, Thirty Eighth Avenue in Indian School. Yeah, give me other major cross streets where you're at. Um, like Seventh Street and Dunlap. Okay, well you can come south and get Twenty Fifth Street Auto and Dave Martin's too. Both of those guys are worth talking to. So and okay. those guys are listed on our website. And so you, I, I just don't have anybody in the Sunny Slope area. Um, I'm pretty particular about who I refer to, or who I, you, which shops I, I refer to, and I just don't have anybody in in, in the specific Sunny Slope area. Is the car? Is this, does the truck move right now? Um, well, I don't know. It's been like three or four days. You know, it was like in kind of like in neutral, and then I had to put a little extra gas, uh, you know, on the throttle just to move it into the parking spot. Okay. Um, did you check the fluid? Is it below the ad marks significantly? No, it's fine. The, the flu- well, I, I checked it in park. You know, the engine runs good. Um, so I kept the engine running. Okay, I put it in park, pulled the transmission stick out, stuck it back in. It was in park. Fluid level is fine. Okay, but you're describing a low fluid level symptom. That's the reason I'm asking you. So when you look at the dipstick, it'll give you directions, and it'll say warm or cold or give you a warm mark or a hot mark. It may. I'm just, I mean, there's lots of cars out there. So um, you're describing a low fluid problem, but you're saying that the transmission, according to the dipstick, it's full. If that's the case, and it could be the case, you've got an internal leak somewhere that the, it's, the transmission's creating the pressure, but it's got an internal leak and it's leaking. And that's the reason why it won't move until you rev your car up. And then after a while, it starts moving and chattering and stuff like that. And that's really hard on the clutches. So I probably wouldn't do that. You may end up towing this. Um, it's up to you. Those are the decisions that you have to make. Okay, Mark, what's the name of the place? 25th Street Auto, is that on? 25th Street Auto, it's in- yeah, Indian School on like 24th Street, 25th Street, a block off that. It's okay, on, just good. go to go to MarkSalem.com, click on Best Car Repair Shops, go click Phoenix, and 25th Street Auto's there, Martin's Auto's there, and Harker's Auto's there. All three of them are close to you. All right, buddy. Thanks. Have okay, a great day. Good, good luck. Good luck. Fixing cars isn't isn't easy, but it in reality, maybe once a month we get a car that confounds us. And all of us within the industry have people that we can lean on. For instance, there was a time where a shop that's a good friend of mine calls me and says, well, you, can we get a fresh pair of eyes? 
through the grace of God, one of our guys has seen this problem before and went directly to the problem where two vacuum lines had been switched. That's all. Just switched. And so he fixed that. It's the same way with me. There are times where I'll call and lean on some of the shops around and say, you know what, we're just blind. We've done everything imaginable. And when you have a problem with your car, the first question is, is it spark or fuel? And if you have a check engine light, you have to verify that the check engine light is a valid check engine light, and you clear it. Then you go drive it and wait till it comes back on, and then you look at the serial stream data. Otherwise, you're looking at the history data. So you're driving down the road, and all of a sudden, the check engine light comes on. Well, it says that it's running really fat, really rich. There's too much fuel being delivered. So you start looking at this, and you find that the fuel pressure regulators leaking gasoline like a sieve. And so then you pull the vacuum line off, and it's full of gas, and you go, bingo, I know what I'm doing now. So the, the code doesn't tell us to go to this address and fix this problem. The code tells us that the computer thinks the problem lies here. But the code doesn't tell us exactly what the repair is. Folks, i I got to tell you. There isn't a day go by in a weeks of my life that we don't have a car come in and it's got a check engine light on it and it, sometimes it comes in on a tow truck and we open up the hood and just about every sensor in underneath the hood has been replaced. Now, some of them is plug and play. You disconnect it, you unbolt it, you put the bolt, new one on, you reconnect the wire harness, and that's a done deal. Some of them. Some of them you have to calibrate. Some of them, like the throttle position sensor, oftentimes they want, when the throttle is at this RPM, they want that number to be 0.82. So you have to match that. You have to go to the RPM first and then set the, sen- the sender to talk the 2.82. So that's how it, how, you just can't plug in a throttle position sensor. Sometimes you can, but most of the times you can't. You can't just plug it in and it's going to play. You have to set it to the computer's parameters first. That's the hard part. But oil changes and all that other kind of stuff are a little bit easier, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult. And the, what makes it hard for you, the customer, is, is that there's a whole lot of oil change shops that have decided that they want to get into the car repair business. And so water pumps is different. Radiators is different. Front-end work is different. But when it comes to under the hood and the electronics and the ECM, never, ever, ever let a shop replace your ECM, your electronic control module, the main computer on your car, until you get it in writing that if this doesn't fix it, that you don't have to pay for it. And people do that to us, and we, we're happy to sign that document. We're happy to sign that. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, once a year it bites us. <laughs> once a year we make a big refund to the customer because we missed it, because we missed it. That's all there is to it. We just missed it. And so does other people miss theirs as well. So the idea is is that we don't want to guess with your money, and that's what you do. You say to the shop, Okay, you're telling me it's going to be like $300 to diagnose this. And so I don't want you guessing with my money. So call me with your diagnosis, and then I'm going to say the same thing. You say it needs a new mass airflow sensor. So you're going to put a mass airflow sensor on it. I'm going to pay your diagnostics. I'm going to pay for the mass airflow sensor and the labor to install it. And that light's not going to come back on again. Is that right? Yes. Good. That's the agreement you should have. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, the lines are wide open. There's five of them, 602-508-0960. And my name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday here on KKNT in Phoenix, 960 The Patriot, I'm here talking about cars for two hours, and we're getting ready to come up on the second hour right about now. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.